Welcome to Cougar Talk. The official, unofficial voice of SAU Cougar Athletics. And Spring Arbor is the 2019 NAIA Division II National Champion. And more. Get ready to get up to date on the latest in Cougar athletics. Talk to Cougar legends. And hear sports news from around the country. Let's get started. Here's your host, Eric Rose. Episode 9, a tradition of excellence. That is the definition of Spring Arbor University women's soccer team. Consider one of the most decorated women's collegiate soccer programs in the state of Michigan. How do you like this resume? 10 conference tournament championships, 9 regular season championships. This year, 6 players in the Crossroads all-conference team, one being an offensive player of the year. 21 NAIA All-Americans. And just to lead it off, why not? 2 NAIA National Championships won in 2015 and 2017. Here are some of the members of the women's soccer team as they review their season that happened in the fall and they prepare to travel 959 miles fully Alabama for the NAIA National Championship Tournament where they face Eastern Oregon. Let me introduce some of the players to you today. Well, first and foremost, we have junior Mackenzie Salvius from South Christian in Grand Rapids. Mackenzie, welcome to Cougar Talk. Yeah, great to be here. Thank you for having us. Good to have you here. And the senior from Hutt Hudsonville Unity Christian, Emily Ponstein. Welcome, Emily. Thanks for having us, Eric. Good to have you with us. And lastly, from Belleville High School, she's a junior, Madison Marshall. Welcome to Cougar Talk, Madison. Hi, thank you so much for having us. It is so great to be able to have the SAU women's soccer team with some of the members here as we talk again, review. So I'm going to kick it off with you, Mackenzie. Again, you came into the fall, again, having camp in August. And I know, you know, being in a global pandemic, I'm sure it was weird getting everybody together. But when we think about some of the team goals that you guys had? What were some of the team goals that you've had uh, at beginning of camp? Yeah, for sure. So our team um, has, like you said, a tradition of excellence. So coming into every preseason, we have super high expectations for the season and we set some pretty lofty goals. Um, it's something that we're proud of and it's something that we really work towards throughout the season. Um, so I would say coming into this season, we really wanted to win a conference championship. That was a goal that we had and it was something that we worked towards throughout the season. Um, it didn't end up coming to fruition, but um, on top of the conference championship goal, we also, it's always a goal for our team to go to the national championship, to get to the final site um, and to battle our way throughout that tournament as well. So I would say those are a couple of our biggest goals coming into this season. Um, despite the crazy circumstances that the world is in, um, we've had a great season so far and we're looking forward to what is still to come. Absolutely. And even with that tough loss there in grace and the conference championship, the at-large bid was given to the Cougars for sure. Thank you for those thoughts. Emily, we're going to go to you again. Some of the goals that you had as a team and and uh, even with those goals, let's put a little bit of thing into it. When you guys were talking at camp about these goals, what, what came into your mind when it came to these goals and how important they were for your team? Sure. The goals were um, super important to our team, but I think um, even bigger than the conference tournament, even bigger than the national tournament, our biggest goal as a team was to, to be better than we were last year. Mm. Um, last year we had, I don't want to say an off year, but a year that was wasn't super traditional of the Cougars of the past. And Mm -hmm. we wanted to overcome that. And, you know, we, we left some games out last year, um, 
for instance, two against Lindsay last year, it was a goal of ours to, if we were to ever play Lindsay again, yeah. you know, beat them handedly and um, just be a better team than we were last year. And I think this year we definitely put the effort in. We had, um, unfortunately, a really sad loss in the opening round against Lindsay Wilson last year. And then we had all of the pandemic shut down to kind of res or marinate in that, I guess, in that loss and focus on um, getting back at it in the fall. And I think that that time off and away from each other helped us love soccer a little bit more and love each other a little bit more by having that taken away from us. And it um, instilled this desire to go out and win um, when we were given the opportunity this fall. Again, thanks for sharing that, Emily. Yeah, just a newfound hunger, I guess you would say, that the Cougars found. And, and definitely, uh, I know last year was probably a difficult situation, not can do you know connective to the way that you guys have played and again you talk about Lindsay wilson you, you took a nice hammer to them 3-0 in the opening round you outshot them 23 to 8 so i'd say that was uh definitely probably you guys were pretty excited about that win got you to the naia uh, championship there in alabama we go to madison here the junior for belleville madison again talk a little bit about these goals and what they meant to you and you as a team any thoughts yeah so kind of like what em was saying um, every year we try to be better and better. And I think that starts with setting individual goals at the beginning of the season. I think coach is really good at like setting us down, getting a piece of paper, writing down what we think we need to work on. Coach will give us insight as to like what he thinks we need to work on as well as Olstead and Brio, our other um, coaches. But I think that's kind of where it starts is being able to look at our goals, look at what we need to improve on, what we're good at. And like how far that can impact the team. And I think that will lead into our, like our ultimate team goal, which is like working better for each other, being the best version of yourself, which can create the best version of the team. So I think that's a, a key point, point to our um, hard work and passion being so successful over the last few years at Spring Arbor. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Madison. Again, you speak about uh, Coach Jason Christ, who is in his 22nd year at Spring Arbor at the helm of the Cougar program. 332 wins, so so definitely a lot of success underneath his belt, and I know he's a great mentor to many of you. Hey, uh, you know, we're going to kick over to Emily. Emily, we're going to talk about the beginning of the season, beginning of the fall. You come out, you have strong goals like you just mentioned. You take on a really tough Mount Vernon Nazarene team who was receiving votes in the NAIA, a double O. OT, you tie them, you know, probably not what you guys wanted. And then you move to the second game against uh, conference foe, Indiana Wesley. I know we don't like to say that name, but anyway, and you lose to them one zero again in another double overtime. So can you talk a little bit about between the tie and the loss, maybe what that did to help your team get excited and maybe propel you guys the rest of the season? Any thoughts about those things? For sure. And I think um, to fully understand what we were going through as a team, we have to back it up all the way to August. Yeah. Um, and with the pandemic, um, our initial move in date was supposed to be August one, but through the pandemic, we've all learned to be a bit flexible. Um, and the move in <laughs> yeah. date got moved to August six and then August five came and it got moved to August 14 and then 19. So our, the start of our preseason got moved 18 whole days. 
um, which was, you know, 18 whole days that we didn't get to train together, didn't get to meet our freshmen and our newcomers. Um, so then moving forward, we were even then, once we finally got to campus, weren't a whole team. We had, um, some through contact tracing and testing positive. We had some of our teammates who weren't able to join us pretty much at all through, um, camp. And then leading into that Mount Vernon game, I think we had only had about four days of contact practice based on Michigan's rules, which is, um, as you know, in the Crossroads league, we're the only team from Michigan. So (laughs) our other, our other schools didn't have to deal with the, you know, no contact practices, that kind of thing. Um, So we were going into the first couple of games in our season, we were already fighting an uphill battle and we just needed Mm -hmm. to catch our group. I, I don't want to take away probably Kenzie's thunder here, but in the first game, about 20 minutes in, Ken's our starting midfielder, leading scorer, sprained her ankle right away. Oh, wow. And so for that game and then the IWOO game, we were we were without that, which kind of took us out of our groove a little bit. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question more fully, um, those two games kind of paired with the goal of not being the way we were last year in the in the 2019 season kind of kind of got us in this whole guys we need to get it together now and these are the things that we need to fix and it like refueled that hunger and that desire to go out and win so those games um as much as they changed the tide of our season in terms of like where we're standing in the polls and that kind of thing they really kick-started um what turned out to be and is continuing to be a very successful season Oh, that's great to hear, to be able to uh, move, you know, a lot of, with all of the challenges you guys experienced, be able to move as a team and uh, continue to propel forward. Hey, because when, when Cougars get hit, you got to get back up and start running. Mackenzie, over to you again. Uh, Emily touched on it a little bit. You know, you're, this is your junior season and going through that injury, as you're thinking about that, going through that injury and, and senior team go through those first two games, what were some of the things you were thinking about, either positive that, that you were thinking about with regards to the rest of the season? Just kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, that's every athlete's worst injury, right? Like coming out super excited for the season, like ready to roll, um, as Emily touched on, like ready to make this season better than the last one. Um, and to come out and to get hurt in the first 20 minutes, like that, that is definitely not ideal. Um, but through that experience and, um, through, I think again, like any athlete will say this, like through injuries and through having to watch, like you learn a lot about the game. Um, you learn about a lot about the selfless aspect of the game, like cheering from the sidelines, um, making sure that you're doing all the little things to fill in the gaps so that the people who are on the field can perform to the best of their ability um, until you're able to get back out there. But I think for me in particular, like going through that injury, it really just reminded me once again of like what a blessing it is to play. Like every single time you step out on the field, like it, it could be your last and, you know, just to to embrace the moment, to take every every game as a blessing and to, to work for your teammates because of that, to work for your coach because of that um and to just make the most out of every single time that you're able to step on the field because right. you know you you could tear an ACL you could get a concussion like you just never know what's coming yeah. next and so um I think like progressing throughout the rest of the season like every time I stepped foot on the field every time I got to to start in the midfield with Madison Marshall on my left like yeah. that was the greatest feeling ever and it was really just a great um appreciation of that I think going forward 
Well, thanks for sharing that, Mackenzie. And I know uh, many of Cougar Nation saw you go down. And I know there are many people praying for you uh, that you would recover well through that season. So we're glad to see that you progressed. Uh, Madison, we're going to go to you a little bit in a different question. What makes this team, not let's not, not only talk about the technical aspect um, with regards to your play, because we all know that you guys have outshot your, your opponents uh, pretty handedly. Uh, but let's also talk about the team chemistry. What, Madison, what, what makes this team click and what makes this team really great in your perspective? Yeah, so the one thing, the one word that I can think of when I think about SAU women's soccer is community. Um, that is one of our biggest things coming in preseason. Everybody's getting to know each other. Everybody's getting close. You're rooming together. You know, you got to get used to each other. But I would say that being close is what drives the success of our team. Um, we do so much team bonding and almost to the point where you're like, oh, this is kind of overbearing, but it's also like <laughs> you guys are my sisters now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's it's a really good feeling to know that you have so many close friends. They've become like sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things is community with the women's soccer team because people feel like they can go to you. You can talk to them. Um, it's not just, oh, these girls, I'm here to play two hours of soccer with games on the weekends. Like, mm. oh, I have to go do team bonding with these people. Like you, it's so much more than that, that it's become like a family. So I think that's the biggest thing. Oh, that's great. Thanks so much for sharing that, Madison. It's good to hear again that Spring Arbor is about community. And when you battle with your sisters, there's a, there's a connection that you have. And Emily, I'm going to move to you. Kind of a different question. I mean, I've always wondered this. I'm not a college athlete, but you've been a college athlete during amidst a pandemic. So what has that been like? Maybe maybe one of the challenges that you've experienced, but also some of the things that that have been really positive in being a athlete during a pandemic. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Some of the positive things that have come out of being an athlete in a pandemic. Um, Kenzie kind of touched on this earlier, but it comes with having your sport that you love taken away from you or, or even just the, the idea that your sport could be taken away from you Mm. by something completely outside of your control. It just makes you appreciate that, um, so much more. Um, and, in the spring, yeah. when we all went home to our, our separate houses, different sides of the state, different states, even um, like Maddie talked about, we have this community here, our sisters that we that we're with every single day. And to have that taken away from us was super disappointing. Um, I think on one of our team Snapchat memories today, we we hosted like a virtual prom to get to know the freshmen because <laughs> this was about the time that all of their proms had been, you know, canceled and that right, kind of thing. Right. And we just, we talked about how grateful we were to no longer be meeting over Zoom. Like we can, we can sit and have a conversation. Um, you know, we can practice together, that kind of thing. We're heading to Alabama in three days. Like, are you mm. kidding me? Like we're about to have the greatest time of our life and just like reflecting on how far we've come through the pandemic helps us appreciate um, our time together that much more. And I think through the pandemic, we've learned to be intentional. Um, So we went through a period where we were as a team COVID testing every single, I mean, every other day in order to play in games. And so that, that causes to change our, um, what we did off, off the field. Um, that meant that we had to sacrifice seeing boyfriends, seeing family members, you know, going out to eat with our families after games. We had to sacrifice all of that because we wanted to play so bad. And I think that that intentionality 
um, has really helped us be successful and get to where we are today. Thanks for sharing that, Emily. Yeah, that intentionality. And people don't understand that as uh, student athletes, not only do you give a lot of your time in the field, but you're still students and you have families. And you've had to make those sacrifices in order to play the game. And uh, also what's great about Foley, Alabama, is that it's not too far from the beach. So I'm sure you guys are all pumped up about that. You know, we're going to move a little bit to talk about the NAIA tournament. And uh, Mackenzie, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of start with you a little bit. You guys, uh, you know, here Tuesday, April 27th, you're taking on Eastern Oregon and 5 p.m. And you can get more information at saucougars.com. And again, this is Eric Rose with uh, Cougar Talk, the podcast, the official, unofficial voice of Cougar Athletics and more. And so Mackenzie, when you think about this tournament, you think about your first opponent and the tournament altogether. What are some of the things that Cougars have maybe mentally and tactically to make it through this tournament successfully? What are your thoughts? Yeah. So I think one of, one of the biggest things that comes to my mind when I think of the national tournament, when I think of really any game in general is Mm. um, respect all fear none. Right. So we, we go into each game with that mindset, like with the utmost respect for our opponent, understanding that that we're playing the best teams in the nation in the NAIA. Right. Like there's no one who's going to roll over like everybody is there is good. Right. But we're also there. We're also good. You know, so like coming from that perspective of like respecting them, understanding that everyone there um, has a great team but also not, not coming into any games afraid, being confident in, in what we have developed as a program and what we've invested in um, over the last couple of years um, is something that we really carry as a mindset into the games. Um, another thing that I think is just crazy about the NAI National Soccer Tournament is that um, after the opening round, when you get to the final site, you play four games in six days. Wow. Um, that is insane. For yeah. people who don't really know soccer, <laughs> um, they might not completely understand that, but that is an absolute insane toll on your body, right? To play that sure. many games in that short of time, um, especially carrying a roster we we have. We have 15 players who are able to play, um, mm-hmm. and that's a, a very, very small roster. And so Um, I think knowing that, knowing the physical toll that's going to take on your body um, because of the numbers, because of the amount of games that we're going to have to play, um, it really just increases the importance of your mental toughness. Um, Like your, your body will do whatever your mind tells it to. And so just understanding that as you're going into that third game in five days, um, like just um, overcoming the physical exhaustion that you know you're going to face and um coming into it once again like reverting back to that theme of just like we're blessed we're blessed to play another day we're best blessed to take the field um with our sisters and um represent our school well at the national level and so that's something that we're really looking forward to doing in the coming week well, thanks for sharing that. And again, the big thing, like you mentioned, stamina, right? Keeping everybody healthy, keep, keeping everybody to a point where they can perform at their best. Uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that. Uh, Madison, to you, same question. What are the Lady Cougars, what do you guys have to do in your tournament? What are you doing to prepare mentally and physically to take on some really tough competition in the NAIA tournament? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so top three things that I think about when taking care of my body, sleep, mm. ice baths, Maybe some Dairy Queen, because that is our fuel (laughs) when we get to NAIA National Tournament. But no, definitely keeping yourself mentally in check. It can be very draining. Mm. Um, Like Kenzie said, it's four games in six days. If you're not mentally prepared, you mess up. You're hard on yourself. It's something like in the games, when it comes to game mode, practice time. Like when it comes to practice, you have to play game-like. When it comes to game time, you have to play game like it's very, it can be very draining. So if you're not mentally in check or it's, it's easy to be hard on yourself on little mistakes. And I think 
like we've talked about community, like our team's very good at if there's a mistake, we're calling each other out on it, but we're mm. still doing it in a loving way. Like we want the best for you. We want the best for each other. And I think um, going along with that, like mental health and the girls are very good at pushing us, but in a way that isn't um, draining. It's, it's, it's a good motivation, I would say. And like the girls and the team are very good when we get to that point to understand like everybody's in it, not for themselves, but for each other. And I think it's good to have that kind of mindset there. Absolutely. Yeah. And togetherness. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And again, Emily, lastly, for you, thanks for, again for sharing Madison, but Emily, again, for you mentally, physically, and your thoughts on this team preparing to make a nice long run the NAIA tournament, your thoughts. Yeah. This week we've been doing a lot of super tactical things in practice, um, practicing a couple different shapes based on what we might see from our opponents. Um, and even based on like our numbers. So, I might get in trouble for saying this because it might be spilling too many, you know, trade secrets, but we play <laughs> in a 3-5-2 and that puts a lot of miles on our two outside mids, Ariana Stoltzfus mm. and then my sister, Lexi Ponstein, they, they run and run and run. They do a really good job of it. But as both Kenzie and Maddie mentioned, we're playing four games in six days. So putting all of those miles on their bodies in critical positions might not always be a good idea. So we might change into a different position to, to save their legs a little bit and to um, pressure the other teams in different positions. Mm. Um, so you mentioned earlier, we're playing Eastern Oregon. Um, we've scouted them a little bit. We know what uh, formation they're going to play and how we're going to combat that. And so we've been working on that a lot in practice this week. Um, and fine tuning the things that we're good at. We're really good at counterattack, um, soccer, you know, drawing the other team into our end and then beating them with speed over the back. Um, we're really good at playing the ball through the center um, of the field and switching the field and getting in good crosses and finishes. Um, mm. You know, which is which is Kenzie's cup of tea. So she'd <laughs> she'd prefer to prefer to score with her head, you know, nine yeah. times out of ten. So and she's she's pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, so we've been we've been working on that stuff too. Um, fine-tuning the things that we're good at and also developing some areas that um we have opportunities to be better at. Absolutely. And and it's good that good shout out, Mackenzie. Hey, midfielders use your head in in more ways than one. And I have to say too, uh, the Spring Arbor women have always had a fantastic back line. And you've been able to see that because you've seen the shoutouts, you've given some space for your fantastic senior goalkeeper from Davis and Michigan, Samantha Tracy, some space to make great saves because your back line, again, nothing wrong with one of you midfielders fielders and your, your front strikers, but your back line has been really tough for you guys. And so it's exciting to see what they'll be able to do in the rest of the tournament to make you successful. As we get to the end of the podcast, guys, um, you know, we have to be remiss to, to mention the men's uh, soccer team at Spring Arbor University. Again, we're headed to Missouri to play against Hastings College in the opening rounds of the NAIA championship tournament. You guys uh, know of them, but obviously the news came down not too long ago that because of COVID protocol, they would have to forgo the rest of that tournament and uh, can't imagine what some of those uh, guys are going through, particularly being in this pandemic. So I wanted to, Mackenzie, I wanted to kick off with you. And we talked about this before we hit record. Um, I know some of the guys might be listening to this podcast. So I just want you to provide any encouraging message to some of the guys, if you would be willing to do that. Yeah, for sure. What a horrible way to end a season, right? Like after, yeah. after an entire year of doing your best to avoid um, exactly what happened, um, to have your season end in that way is such a bummer. Um, 
And I know that they are probably grieving that right now. Like that's a very hard thing to go through. But um, I just want to say that the entire women's soccer team is behind you. The entire SAU community is behind you. Um, and we are so excited to get, watch you guys go out and kill it in the fall. Um, use it, use it to fuel your fire, man. Um, so yeah, we are, we are very excited to cheer you on um, once again, come August and um, wishing you guys all the best. Thanks so much, Mackenzie, for those encouraging words. Again, Emily, your thoughts and encouragements to the men's soccer team you'd love to love to share. Yeah, I'd just like to, you know, copy what Kenzie's saying. Like we talked a lot on this podcast about how we as a women's program had kind of a down season, had to overcome that. And mm. we let the results that we didn't like fuel our fire. And I have yeah. no doubt the men's soccer team will do the same. And yeah, I'm, I'm nervous for all the other teams who have to play the men's team next year. And I'm excited <laughs> to watch our guys go out and, uh, you know, beat some, beat some uh, crossroads league members. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Well, thanks for sharing that. And again, Madison, again, your thoughts and well wishes to the men's soccer team you'd like to share. Yeah. So just like Kenzie and Emily said, it's just been a long season for them, but they've worked so hard to get to the point that they're at and it mm. sucks that it ended this way, Yeah. but they just have to keep their heads up. And I know they will, they have a long time until their preseason. And I know all, right. all of them are going to be putting their work in to get better for next season. So just coming in with that mentality and getting ready to start another awesome season for them. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. I can't be remiss again. Uh, Coach Josh Oakley was presented the Coach of the Year Award and, and well received from him in his second years with the Cougars. And again, ladies, uh, thanks so much for joining us in the podcast. Again, for those of you that are listening, hey, uh, Cougar Nation is cheering on our ladies as they do at all times. Make sure you tune in to their very first game on Tuesday, April 27th against Eastern Oregon. It's at 5 p.m. For more information on how to be able to log on, you can go to saucougars.com and that should give you all the information. Well, on behalf of Mackenzie, Emily, Madison, and the rest of their fantastic teammates, along with uh, head coach Jason Christ and his staff, it's so great to be able to have you on Cougar Talk, the podcast, the official, unofficial voice of Cougar Athletics and more. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Cougar Talk. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast, Stitcher, or Podbean. Also, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Cougar Talk SA. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Cougar Talk the podcast and do not necessarily reflect those of Spring Arbor University or SAU Cougar Athletics. Mm-hmm.